0: The deeper Christian life is no deeper than that of the clear teaching of God's Word. It is not a mystery withheld from anyone, but made known to all who will listen and obey. Thanks for joining us for the Bread of Life. May Christ lead you deeper into Himself today, as together we explore God's Word. Now here's our teacher, Joel Van Hugen. We're considering why it is that a life of personal holiness is important. Why is it important that the life of the Christian give expression to the holiness of God? Why live in obedience to his will? Why love what he loves and hate what he hates? Hebrews 12, 14 says, Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. It's not a higher path for the super-Christian. It's the only path that leads to heaven. So, why? Why is it important? If you've been born again, you will bear the traits of the one who brought you into new life. You will have marked upon the genetic code of this new life, the traits of the Heavenly Father, and you'll begin to grow in those traits. Every one of us bears the trait of our earthly forebearers. And at times we're reminded of it. In fact, everyone has heard a statement like this. You're just like your father. You're just like your mother. You're just like your grandfather, your grandmother, your aunt, your uncle, and... Sometimes the tone is nice, and sometimes the tone is not very nice. Sometimes it's, you're just like your father. You're just like your father. More often, it's, you're just like your father. My wife and I had different discussions about who our children take after when they weren't behaving well, and my explanation to her was that they just had too much Miller blood running through their veins. Her maiden name was Miller. Miller. Her rebuttal was to demonstrate that we Van Hugens had an equal propensity to willfulness and sin in our own family. To which I would say, well, if you go far enough back, I'm sure there's a Miller in my family tree, too. <laughs> she says, not a Miller, but an Adam. Yeah? We take on the traits of our parents. Our children can make us proud because they take on traits, but just hang on. They'll humble you they'll show you other traits that you gave them that are not quite so honoring if you've trusted in jesus christ as your lord and savior then you've been born again of the spirit of god god has come and brought his life into you you're as his and you're his child you're his son and you're his daughter and if that's happened you will see the trait of his holiness come shining through you know what jesus said Jesus said this. He said this to the Pharisees. He said, if God were your father, you would love me. If God were your father, you'd love me. I'd say it. If God is your father, you'll love the Lord Jesus. You'll find his blood precious. You'll long that he perfect in you his holy life. You'll forsake every temptation that drives you away from the cleansing of His blood and the empowering of His life to live a holy life. If you love me, Jesus said, you'll keep my commandments. If God is your Father, He said, you'll love me. Holiness goes with the territory of being born again. The true Christian has the Holy Spirit living in them. And that spirit has come to exalt Jesus and bring his life into us. And it's not possible to have him in you and not be growing in holiness. I said last week it's gradual. It doesn't happen overnight, but it happens. And if you're not living in holiness, and this is not the pressing direction of your life, say what you will, profess what you will, you're dead. And you need to be born again. Here's a fifth thing. Holiness is important because it's the good, it is the one good that you bring to your world. Believe it or not, folks, the world does not need you, but it needs you to bring Jesus to it. Our lives are to always be expressing the life of the Lord Jesus. In fact, I can say this, your life is either going to be an influence of good or an influence of harm to all around you. To some extent, you might be able just to do moral deeds and moral performances and be a blessing to the world you live in. But once you claim Christ as your Lord, just living a moral and ethical life will be no value to those around you. Now you have a greater calling on your life, which is to be holy. And if you live that holy life, you'll be a blessing to all those around you. And if you don't, you'll be a lie to the faith, you'll be a disavowal of the gospel. And you'll be a harm to the world in which you light because you'll be salt that's lost its saltiness, which Jesus said is not good for anything but to be cast out on the path to be tread upon. How often professing Christians live for self in such a way that their life becomes a message that promotes the cause of the enemy and not the redeeming cry of the Savior. Paul has said, of the Jews, that every day God's name was blasphemed among them, and so it could be said of the professing Christian who turns away from a life of holiness. You say, oh, I'm gonna be a good person and a moral person, and you commit to living a moral life, but you don't do it having been yielded and having drawn upon and having humbly received only that which comes from the Lord Jesus and enjoying the presence of a holy God, your lawfulness, your careful morality without the holiness of God surging in upon your life is legalism and it only promotes the self-righteousness that leads people to hell. And so when you proclaim that you're a Christian and you've given your life to Jesus, but your life is just a portrait of your own self-effort and your own self-righteousness, you're preaching a false gospel that condemns men and women. At the same time, if you've calculated that the sacrifice of Jesus Christ for your sins and the gospel of grace has come in such a way that it excuses you to choose your own way so that in the difficult pinch in the trying moment, in the moment of suffering or hardship that you can calculate, God will forgive me. I'll live as I please. You're actually asserting the same bottom line that Satan asserted when he tempted Adam and Eve. You're not proclaiming the gospel. You're saying instead, in a pinch, don't trust God. Please yourself and live for yourself. You take the very grace of God and you turn it into a lie and you turn it into something that's not and Paul, when he was faced with that idea, that very suggestion, let's let's sin that grace may abound. Paul had only one response. God forbid. May it never be. How impossible to live such a lie before the grace we claim to have received. But when we live out a life of holiness we begin to proclaim with others the transforming power of the gospel, which is the only hope of the world. They very often will not be listening to your words, but over time, they'll listen to your life. Ryle, when considering this thought, exclaims at the end of it, from the murder of souls by inconsistent and loose walking, good Lord, deliver us. God, how important is holiness help us live out the saving power of Christ in our lives. Here's the last point I'll mention to you is six. Be holy because your peace and joy in life depends upon it. If given your life to Jesus Christ, if you're a true follower of Jesus Christ, you cannot be truly happy apart from being what you were purposed to be, which is holy. Because of this, the true Christian, for the true Christian, happiness and holiness are tied tightly together. If you can be happy and not be holy, if you can be happy and not be holy, you've got a bigger problem than not being happy. You've got a bigger problem. Actually, you know, the song is, Don't Worry, Be Happy, not for the Christian. It's don't worry, be holy. Be holy. In that holiness, God will impart his life to you. God will bring you a great joy, a deep joy that will carry you through every difficulty and every challenge and every hardship and not simply carry you through it. You may be in it all of your life. In it, God will cause your life to be a radiating fountain of joy in the desert that you think you're living in. And it will begin to flood up more and more until eventually all around your life will become more and more greener and more and more green and more and more green as the holiness of God is cast out from your life. In the midst of the difficulty of life, there will be this oasis, this expanding oasis of the joy and the peace that comes from living for Him. But folks, if you choose to live for yourself and your own pleasure and your own desires and you decide that Christ saved you in order to simply get you to heaven, but the rest of the way it's just get by as good as you can and try to get as much pleasure as you can and that the real purpose and goal of life is simply making the choices that you think will make you happy in the moment. You're going to compound misery on your life. Your life is going to dry up and people aren't going to live around it because it's not going to be an oasis. It's not going to be an oasis. You want comfort, you want peace, you want joy. Don't try to get it by simply rehearsing the doctrines of eternal security in your mind. You know, once saved, always saved. I'm, I'm good, I've got it, so everything's going to be fine and I'll just live as I choose, but you'll not find rest in an honest assurance of salvation apart from being holy. But as you yield yourself to the will of God and you receive from Him His life and His power and you go with Him in your obedience... There's joy to be had. There's tremendous happiness to be had. There's a contentment that becomes cultivated in your life that begins to grow and expand in the most difficult of places and circumstances. Hereby, we know that we know Him. By the way, that's what I want to know above everything else. I want to know that I know Him. I want to know that I'm not just casting my hopes and my dreams upon shadows and upon ideas and concepts I want something substantial. I want to know that I know him. Hereby we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Let me give you a couple of cautions here as conclusion. Just lamenting your sinful nature is not a positive step into holiness. I believe that the most holy Christians exhibit a self forgetting happiness. You want to find a holy Christian, they're not people that go around with a sour face and uh, trying to advertise how circumspect and prudish they are and everything. You'll you'll find a person that tends to forget themselves and laughs a lot. I know that we're sinners, and I know that life will prove out the weakness of our flesh over and over again, but God has declared that through Jesus Christ we are more than conquerors. I have a friend this friend is somehow locked into this idea, and the way to give testimony to your Christian life is simply to repeat over and over again the treacherous nature of your own flesh. And so as long as I've known this individual, each time I get together with him, periodically, I see him probably every year, once or twice, he's regularly lamenting and regretting his lack of prayer, his time in the Word, his selfish behavior. He has this idea that somehow this is how he expresses that he really is a follower of Jesus Christ. Somewhere he came upon the idea that this is what it meant to be a Christian, is to know and rue your mediocrity and your failings. But that's not even repentance. Repentance is a vigorous turning to the Lord Jesus. It's an active application of your will to take up the holiness of God as your life. And it leads you into an awareness of your flesh, yes, But it then brings you into an even greater awareness of God's power to bring you into victory and joyful obedience. It's a joyful thing. Have you ever thought of that before? Repentance into holiness is a joyful thing. May you know that light heart of holiness even on your hardest day. This has been the Bread of Life. To learn more about our ministry in the community of Boise, Idaho or our outreach work around the world, Just go to breadoflifeboise.org. There you'll find links to radio archives, full-length sermons, and information on how you can give to our mission to raise up Christians as evangelists and disciple-makers around the world. Until the next time, God bless you.